In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace to all in this beautiful day. I don't know how many of you have a living recollection of five years ago when we dedicated this church, newly built from the ground up, preserving so many things of our 1902 church, the statuary you see, the beautiful stained glass windows, the station of the cross, the whole design of the church is sort of an expanded replica of that original church that stood on this place. And five years ago on a beautiful summer afternoon, Bishop Robert Morlino of blessed memory came here to the Dells and solemnly dedicated it. And so today, we won't do it tomorrow and so forth, but today we offer the special prayers on the year anniversary of a dedication of the church. And we do it in this context when we understand that church buildings, this or any other, are built not simply to draw all into themselves. It is fulfilled what the Lord Jesus said. The hour has come. We worship not on that mountain in Samaria, in Samaria nor in Jerusalem, but all over the face of the earth, true worshipers in spirit and in truth. In truth, because we worship as Christ has bid us, do this in memory of me. And in spirit, because we have hearts that desire not merely to engage in some cultural repetition of our forebears, but rather with hearts living and of fire and flesh, draw near to the very heart of the living God. It is in that context, with the spiritual graces flowing from the right side of the temple and all of the small signs that we do that. Some of you have been here during the season of Easter when we have the rite of the sprinkling and the small waters are touched. When that spirit in truth are consecrated day after day on this holy altar and you approach the veil in the temple and come before, again, not some barrier of an altar rail, but are invited to draw near to the spiritual honeymoon suite, the very wood of that rail and the wood of that altar bring you to call to mind the very wood of the cross on which Christ was sacrificed. And as just as under those altar cloths you do not see the stone top of the table, so too the weed did not see Christ rise dead from the grave where he had been laid on that stone. So too is the living Christ raised up and we by faith and spirit worship and adore and to give this living heart of fire and flesh to be surrounded with the icons of the many saints painted low in the windows, the families that gave small or great, many names known, many more not known. But in that context, we wish to give our hearts to Christ in fire and flesh and then go out after we eat and drink the flesh of the Son of Man and have life because of him. So too, we seek to conform our hearts large and small. And in that, I wish to quote yet again from the common vision for evangelization. Again, I know all the parishioners are memorizing it, so you're way ahead of me. I quote something from St. Paul VI. He wrote this. He wrote, For the church, evangelizing means bringing the good news 
to all the strata of humanity and through its influence transforming humanity from within and making it new quote behold I make all things new Revelation 21 5 but there is no new humanity if there are not first new persons renewed by baptisms by lives lived according to the gospel the purpose of evangelization is precisely this interior change and if it had to be expressed in one sentence the best way of stating it would be to say that the church evangelizes when she seeks to convert solely to the divine power of the message she proclaims both the personal and the collective consciences of people the activities in which they engage and the lives and concrete situations which are theirs now though that can be technical it can be brought in that we come here on the anniversary of the dedication of this temple yes the people would have a refuge, a place to go and pour out their hearts to God, to seek divine counsel, to receive the sacraments, to worship and adore for certain, yes, to have their marriages solemnized, their children baptized in living fire poured into their souls. When they reach the end of days, to have their souls prayed for at their funeral masses. All this is true. But also, so that we may flow out and seek to convert solely through the divine power of the message of the gospel, individual consciences and collective groups in the very place where you live. So have great confidence tonight that what we seek to do, that this little booklet that I have told people read is not simply a homework assignment from your pastor, but it is a tool perhaps in a certain context, a mighty weapon to your own conscience and soul, lived by the grace poured out into you from this altar. And your life conformed to the Holy Gospel, mine too, might convert by the divine power of that Gospel all the strata, all the layers, there is no place too big and no place too small for the gospel. And though it might seem like too much of a task, hear the words of Scripture when the disciples said to the Lord, Lord, who then can be saved? And Jesus responded, For men it is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. And St. Jose Maria meditated on it and said, You, with the grace of God, must take up and carry out the impossible because anybody can do what is possible that you have a place you have the people you know that you may feel you have great obstacles in your life but there is nothing too great for God you or someone you know might feel that God is far too far away but you can convince that they are very near you might say, I wish that these days were not mine. The turmoil we see in the world, the filth that lives in the heart of the church. We might wish to be in a different age, but no, we rally and say with St. Joan of Arc, I am not afraid, God is with me, 
I was born for this. God wanted me here, now, in this place. And this holy temple, built mighty, and there's so much steel and concrete in, in here, right? This church will be standing just before the end of the world when everything else passes away. That it built in rock and stone, and also the gentility of wood and paint the glory and the fragility of the stained glass and everything that is strong and yet so fragile in our lives. It is here now in this place, in this hour, so that we can take up and carry out the impossible and we can seek to bring to every strata of human life, even my life, the living power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen.